hello again and a warm welcome from me, Warren Kemp. As always, I'm at Gig House Studios and Royal Limited Spa with Andy Thompson at the controls, making this Scotsman sound vaguely listenable to. I hope. This time round, it's bands and artists that start with E, and I'm going to kick off with one of my all-time favourite artists. One who's tried his hand at most genres of music and succeeded every time. Looking at my collection of CDs and vinyl, I ended up with 20 from this one guy to choose from. So picking one track wasn't easy, but this one's an absolute belter. His play on and play with words is just so good. Mr Elvis Costello. We play these polygons. We play it when we get to the part where I say that I'm gonna leave Everybody loves a happy ending But we don't even try We go straight past pretending To the part where everybody loves to cry Indoor fireworks can still burn your fingers. Indoor fireworks, we swore we're safe as houses. They're not so spectacular, they don't burn up in the sky, but they can dazzle all the light. I'll bring a tear. When the smoke gets in your eye You were the spice of life The chin in my mood And though the sparks would fly Thought our love was fireproof Sometimes we'd fight in public, darling very little cause But different kinds of sparks would fly When we got on our own Behind closed doors Indoor fireworks Can still burn your fingers Indoor fireworks our safest houses They're not so spectacular They don't burn up in the sky They can dazzle all the light I'll bring a tear When the smoke gets in your eye It's time to tell the truth these things have to be faced My fuse is burning out And all that bad has gone to waste and Don't think for a moment, dear That we'll ever be through I'll build a bonfire of my dreams And burn a broken effigy of me Indoor fireworks can still burn your fingers. Indoor fireworks. 
our safest houses They're not so spectacular They don't burn up in the sky They can dazzle hard and light Or bring a cheer When the smoke gets in your eye When the smoke gets in your eye When the smoke gets in What a great song. Elvis Costello has tried many genres, as I said earlier, and his musicianship is always top drawer. In my opinion, what sets him up there with the all-time greats is the words and wordsmanship he uses. Talking of which... Following a previous podcast session when I touched on advert writing and the words to use to attract top talent, I mentioned ADA, A-I-D-A. Since then, I've had a fair few requests for more on the key structure of a good advert. So let's explore that topic together now. ADA is a long-standing structure and method of effective writing, originally for adverts. Nowadays, I'd also suggest you consider using it to write compelling emails. So what does it stand for? A. Attention I. Interest D. Desire A. Action Attention, interest, desire and action. Firstly, attention. There's a few rules of thumb for you to take into account here. A headline is a great way of getting the reader's attention. Coming up with a good headline is one of the most difficult parts of advert writing. So as a quick tip, if you can't come up with a few within five minutes to choose from, just stop, write the advert and come back to it at the end. It's not a deal breaker if you don't have one, although a good one can really increase readership. Have a headline that's in keeping with your sector, but if it's too wacky, it might just turn people off. Next, if you feel it's a strong statement, just not headline grabbing, use it as a strapline instead. Something you strap on to the opening, in this case a strapline would come immediately after you state the job title, location and salary. You want a decent example of a headline? Well, last week I had an attendee on a candidate sourcing course that I was running in London. She came over from Iceland. She was an internal recruiter for a gaming company. Her biggest issue was persuading people to relocate to Iceland. A headline I would use of representing her company might be Do you want to see the Northern Lights for free? Nobody would expect to see that on a job board, so it would immediately get someone's attention. The next thing you need to do to grab and keep the reader's attention is use job title location and salary. Now, of course, I speak to recruiters on a daily basis and many tell me they don't want to say where it is as that would give the game away of who their client is. Well, if you don't tell the reader, some won't apply at all because they don't have a good idea of where it is. And some will apply and then opt out when they hear where it is and then you have a dissatisfied prospective candidate. With regards to the job title, 
If space allows, help yourself get attention from the right potential applicant and turn off the wrong ones. Quickly. Sales manager with European travel is a better job title than sales manager. Why? Well, if the reader likes the idea of travelling throughout Europe, then you've just got their attention and they'll read more. And for the person who's frightened of flying, gets airsick, or just wants to go home every night, then their attention just moved on to another advert that does appeal. OK, let's take a break to listen to a piece of music from an artist pretty much under the radar currently. Eels. And while you listen, let your mind wonder about what headlines might work for you. Eels with the Rotten World Blues. And if your reader has the Rotten World Blues, then grab their attention for a job they can do and hook them in. The next thing you have to do to get attention is to ask the reader questions. If you ask them three questions using the word you, and it is in bullet point format, you're doing a number of things. Drawing their eyes to the questions addressing them directly with the use of the word you, and helping them qualify themselves for the role if they can answer the questions with a yes.
Now, these aren't fluffy questions that attracts people who want the job. These are clear things that they must have to qualify for the job. Are you currently managing a team of six or more? It's exactly the type of question you should use for someone to rule themselves in or out again quickly. Do you feel you can manage a team of six or more? It's exactly the type of question not to ask. Get the idea? Good. So now we have their attention, we need to check if the job is of interest to them. Note, this is not if the company is of interest, but the job itself. After all, that's what they're going to get paid for, and if they don't want to do that job day in, day out, they better opt out. Too many recruiters go in way too soon with, our client is a leading name in pharmaceuticals with a fantastic reputation for blah, blah, blah. And that just gets people who want the company more than the job. And that's a recruitment fee rebate waiting to happen. Get and check their interest with an accurate outline of the key duties, responsibilities and accountabilities of the role. Now don't go painting the role as sexy if it's 90% mainstream and only 10% sexy. You can state it as something like, while much of the time will be spent checking that the production line is running at 95% minimum capacity, there will be occasional opportunities to visit other factories in the group to troubleshoot on behalf of the ops team. Use sentences, short paragraphs and bullet points to maintain interest too. And don't go using jargon unless it's a widely used industry term. And keep it all simple. Don't throw in big words for the hell of it. Help the reader understand exactly what the role entails and how well or not they are a fit. Ten responses with eight out of ten people being right for the role is much better than 50 responses where there might be eight in there somewhere that are right, or worse still, 110 responses with only four being right. It's all time you have to put in to respond to applicants, time that's precious to you. As well as the duties, responsibilities and accountabilities, you should also state some of the key skills, knowledge and attributes, or behaviours, the client or your company is looking for. These are things that unless the candidate has them, there's no point applying. Some things will be flexible because training might be available, but some things aren't. Those are the ones that go down in the advert. As we move on and listen to our third piece of music, why not go online and grab one of your most recent adverts? Or stop this podcast or download and dig one out and review it for the points we've made so far. Either way, let's reconvene after we listen to a local Coventry band from where I live, The Enemy. This is called Nation of Checkout Girls.
a local band made good. Perhaps too young when they hit it big? Mm, time will tell as to where they or individually they end up. Their legacy, regardless, is two cracking albums out of the three they've made. Let's see how much desire they have left in their rather large Jaguar driving tanks. And so back to Ada and to D for desire. This is the section of your advert where if they've come this far in the reading of your ad, then they're potentially up for the cup. And this is where you have to woo and win over the ones who are right for the job and who can do the job with the attributes of the client company. All the good stuff that makes this job desirable. And the job will be all the more desirable if the company is too. Again, don't overcook it, but do home in on the company's hotspots and achievements. It's a small world. Accurate representation will mean the reader may well work out exactly who your client is. And unless it's your company, or you have it exclusively, you may feel that's not a great idea. Well, it is a great idea, because you get people that apply who want the job and the company, and despite recruiters worrying about it, very, very few people bypass a recruiter and apply direct. After all, a good recruiter can add so much insight about the role before the potential applicant has to throw their hat in the ring. Be careful with your statements as well. If you say our client is a leading name within their sector, then your client better be a truly leading name or you'll disappoint if they're number 89 in the top 100. Our client is a long-established name for stability within the top 100. Might read better if that was the case. If you say they have a world-class reputation, it best not be only in the two-mile wide world they operate in. Our client is starting to build their reputation throughout the region, will sound better and be more accurate. OK, we've got the reader's attention, they've gained a genuine interest in the role, and we've made the company a desirable one to work for. So now we have to get him or her to take action and apply. The last part of ADA, action. Action. 
And here's a little tip for you. Stop asking for CVs. That's right, stop asking for CVs. Do you know what you get when you ask for CVs? Job seekers. What don't you get? You don't get passive job seekers. The ones with half an eye out for the right job for them. What's the benefit of having a passive job seeker? Well, the biggest one is you have their captive attention and no one else or very, very few companies or people are talking with them. As a general rule, 25% of people are job seekers and the competition for them is huge. However, 35% of people are passive and that's a good proportion of your potential market that will want to talk with you about the right job. Well, that's the good news. The bad news is if you don't get them taking action quickly, then the moment might pass. So it's a call to action that's needed. Get over to your reader the need for speed and the ease of access to you. Make it personal. Call Jenny on 07976543246 is far, far better than email jobs at 24people.com quoting reference number 064XYZ. Who would you rather apply to? Jenny or a reference number? Consider putting a closing date on or stating that your client is keen to arrange interviews as soon as possible or something of that nature too. Take a few moments now to think about how you might hook in the passive job seeker. And meanwhile, while you do that, here's another track, this time from Ellie Golding.
us a truly well-crafted song, and she puts together a great team around about her to help her skills come to the fore. And the biggest thing I really respect her for is that the effort she put in for something she believed in. It took 65 weeks of touring, grafting, and getting out there to get her second album to number one in the charts. She'd already had success. Her first album went straight in at number one. Straight in. Her second, 65 weeks to get there. That's belief, commitment and consistency. A surefire way to succeed. With a bit of effort, energy and thought, your advert should now start to pull better and more accurate responses. If you want any more help, email me warren at recruitmentmatters.com and or telephone me directly on 07976 828 637. If you want more help with accessing your candidates and monitoring the responses and results, then check out ebossrecruitment.com, our sponsor for Recruitment Matters Radio. They do clever cloud-based software for permanent recruiters and headhunters, worldwide. I hope Ada helps with your advert writing, and I also hope these audio streams are enjoyable. But most of all, I genuinely hope that you take action from the tips and pointers we cover together. If you've listened to the previous ones, and this one too, then something must be working for you. If that's the music, that's cool. If it's the tips, then great. And if it's both, that's fantastic. That's what my aim was when I started these. We launched it via Twitter and ended up with 600 listeners that one particular day. So something's working. Drop us a line with feedback and thoughts. I'm a recruiter like you. I can take constructive comments and build on it. That's something you should do too. Ask your audience. Ask your candidates why they applied, but take the moment to ask them about what sites they use, which ones they rate, which ones they don't. Find out what social networking sites they use for job seeking and market knowledge, and why. Which ones they've tried and don't use anymore, and why is that too? Keep asking, keep learning, and keep improving. World class doesn't come easy. Until the next time, when we'll be listening to bands and artists with the letter F, maybe friendly fires, a bit of Florence, or even the football chanters that are the Fratellis, as always, I'll choose on the day, and until then, let's sign out with the last of my tracks for you this session. It's a song from Everything Everything, and one that sums up why I'm on Recruitment Matters Radio, and not on TV. This is Photoshop Handsome. Catch you next time. Like 
never feel But I brush, what are you done with my blood straight? But in the fields of this clone shade 